Well, I did say that this podcast would be quite sporadic, but I didn't realise it would be quite as sporadic as this. I fully intended to do a recording maybe once a month, but life gets in the way. And funnily enough, making excuses is one of the things that I wanted to talk about today. Um, If you would prefer to watch a video of this, there is a video of this on my website in the blog. If you are watching this and you don't want to see my face, it's on the podcast, on Spotify and iTunes, whatever. So Sass and Roses is the name of my podcast and I am Tracy. I am an artist, healer, metaphysical guide, whatever. All of those pretentious words that we can throw in there. Anyway, really, I just want to talk about some experiences that I've had recently. And um, I was meant to do an energy interpretation for June and I didn't. Well, I did, but I didn't actually talk about it or post it anywhere. And I was meant to do uh, an energy interpretation for May, but I didn't. And it got halfway through the month. And I'm like, well, it's kind of a bit pointless now. But talking about excuses, we'll get onto that in a little bit. Um, so when I was um, tapping into the energy of that's potentially available for people in June, I don't like to call it an energy report or an energy update because we all... We all um, will react to the energies that are around us differently, depending on what we need in the moment. So it's I prefer to call it an interpretation of what could be available to some of us, should we choose to accept it. For other people, there will be other interpretations. And um, if this resonates with you, then, then it's meant for you. If it doesn't resonate with you, then that's absolutely fine. Um, But what came through for me when I was sort of pulling some cards about it and talking to my guide team and blah, 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 was that um, we are such a tiny part of source energy that have decided to um, incarnate here on Earth at this time. Um, And when I was walking, I was taking Roxy for, I'll be talking about Roxy in a little bit. Roxy's my dog for anyone that doesn't know. I was taking Roxy for a walk and chatting with some of my buddies in in a messenger chat at the same time. And we were talking about souls and and things like that. And it, it kind of felt like I was being shown that there's this vast energy in the universe and then a little bit of it decides to pinch itself off and then an infinitesimally small part of it becomes us because we desire to have this individual experience here on earth or or wherever it is we've decided to incarnate Um, but it also feels like we could have access to a lot more than we give ourselves access to so that we're the, the little part that's been pinched off but we haven't been disconnected from our source from that universal energy it's there for us if we want to tap into it but we cut ourselves off with our beliefs opinions other people's projections expectations judgments um we cut ourselves off from our intuition in so many ways but if we were to just spend time sitting or being in creative flow which is something that I've been very much trying to concentrate on recently. The more we tap into our creative flow, the more we become the creator. Um, we are each of us creators. And it's by tapping into that childlike imagination that we can start tapping back into that infinite wisdom that we have access to, that we are a part of. Um, 
we just have to, you don't have to do anything if you want to, if you want to access more of that. It's about releasing resistance to what is, what could be, and just living more in the moment, which is why I love being creative flow and creating art so much, because it's when you finally get into the flow of art and release resistance to everything, you can just experience the moment. It feels like freedom to me. Um, so, so that was part of what was coming through in the interpretation for me, that the energy of we realise that we are a small part of something much bigger than ourselves. And a lot of people are already realising that and have been realising it for a very long time. But it feels like that energy is available from to, to more people, especially with everything that's going on and continues to go on and will probably go on for a long time on planet Earth. It's you know, we, we start to look more at how everybody's affected by something, you know, one person makes a decision, an entire country could be affected by that. So we start to look to each other for support. And, and that's something else that came up in the um, interpretation was that going inwards to see more of what's going on on the outside and being more aware of who we're spending time with, um, choosing our company wisely and choosing what we absorb from our external world wisely as well, because so much of that can cause blockages and resistance to, so much of it is an illusion, so much of it is smoke and mirrors. And when we see that we create that world by agreeing to be a part of it, um, that so much of it is actually created via the way that we think and perceive of the world, we can start shifting our perception of the world by, by, by simply deciding that we want to see it in a different way. And I think, I don't know whether I said this in the last podcast, <laughs> the only podcast I've done so far, this will be number two. Um, you know, how we choose to see the world very much will dictate how we feel about ourselves and the world. If we look for shit, we'll find shit. If we look for flowers, we'll find flowers. Um, and if, if we want to keep on looking for all of the bad stuff, then you will get confirmation of all of that bad stuff. The universe will just literally say yes to everything that you think is true and it will send all of it your way. Um, and one of the first things that we can start doing to open ourselves up to the greater potential that we have is to say yes to the possibility that everything's not quite as fucked as we think it is. Um, and I, maybe our lives aren't as fucked as we think they are. And maybe if we could start to embrace the energy of gratitude for sometimes we just need to go on a little gratitude rampage you know i'm really grateful for the air that i breathe i'm grateful for the water in the tap taps i am grateful that i've got a roof over my head i am grateful that i woke up this morning and we it's the more we get into the habit of gratitude the more we will see the good and i feel like the more we see the good and expect to see good the more the good will actually seep out of our pores and become a reality for us and the more we can all join up and form a network of people that want to see the good in the world I feel like we can make it happen 
so it, that's how it feels and it feels like the more we concentrate on the good stuff and I'm not saying deny the fact that bad stuff happens I'm not saying that we just turn a blind eye to the horrible stuff that goes on in the world but don't expect that to be the only thing that is available to us because it's not there is there's always a duality and a polarity with with everything and we can choose to see one side of that polarity or the other or we can also choose to be more balanced and see that you know things can be good or bad and how we choose to experience them is mostly up to us now if you're home's been bombed and something horrible happened to you that obviously that's a obvious caveat that I'm adding in there but we can choose to see the lessons in things if we want and the other thing that was coming through when I was pulling cards and talking asking about the energy of um of June was about self-expression and how are you showing up for yourself and for others and I feel like I've sort of addressed that in terms of you know forming a, a network of positivity and I'm not talking about toxic positivity where we um you know deny other people's experiences because no experience should be invalidated and again if something horrible has happened it's important to find support and people who will hold space for you and validate your experience but I'm talking about really our everyday life we can find something to be grateful for if we choose it we absolutely can but it's a choice and we have to make the choice um and again i'm not invalidating anybody's life or their experiences but for for me the attitude of gratitude the whole concept of finding even if it's just one small thing to be grateful for in the morning you know sometimes I'm just grateful that I've got a clean pair of knickers to put on and that's that's okay if that's all you can find to be grateful for um so we we can always find something we always can um so very much a theme for me has been clarity having a fresh start and shifting my outlook to be more positive and seeing things in a different way and I said I was going to talk about my dog Roxy and um, one of the reasons I didn't post this update earlier was because I had a bit of a health scare with my dog and she's she's 13 but over 13 and she's got cranky back legs because she's arthritic and I finally decided that it was time to get her on some pain medication last week and then the bloody dog goes and has um a reaction to the pain medication and she went downhill really quickly and I ended up having to get her to the emergency vets on a bank holiday which was so much fun um and I I was sat in the emergency vets for hours poor Roxy was out the back in a crate um being given some pain medication while they were checking her over and seeing what was wrong and this whole time I was for the first couple of hours I was sat there with tears streaming down my face because I thought this was it I thought I was going to lose her and I wasn't we're never ready to lose our pets we never are but um it just it didn't feel like the right time um and there were people that were coming in and you know, having to make the decision to have their pets put to sleep and I could hear those conversations and that was really distressing. Um, so it was all a bit shit and she went downhill quite quickly 
Um, she didn't eat for 36 hours. She looked like a space cadet after they gave her these painkillers and she was wobbling around all over the place. And it was like she'd, she'd suddenly developed dementia. Anyway, after I got her back home from the emergency vets and she went downhill even more and she, she got really cold. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I got on my knees and I was kneeling over her and I was, I was begging the universe through um, racking sobs not to take her yet. But in that moment, I also knew that with, with absolute clarity that if it was time for her to go, I could let her go if, if, if I would make that decision to, because I couldn't see her in pain. I said I wasn't going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Anyway, so a few days later, lots and lots of care, um, lots of she's finally eating she's almost back to her normal cheeky self um, and her blood tests have come back and they are like you know, she's in remarkable condition for a dog of her age I was like I know which was why I was really confused about what happened but the few days that I was kind of sat on the sofa and monitoring her as she slept in the lounge with me I really started to think about the way that I had been living, presenting so many things about my life up until that point. There's always an excuse to leave something till tomorrow and to be in a rush and to, to make a shortcut or to, so quite often I would take Roxy for a walk in the morning and maybe it'd be a bit rushed or it'd be shorter than she deserved because I was in a rush and I didn't have systems in place in my home to make it easy for me to exist. So I was constantly in this state of overwhelm and emotional upset and stress and anxiety because I just couldn't, you know, sort anything out. Speak the devil's name and it will appear. There she is, a little fluffy butt. Um, and going back to the conversation about knickers, you know, I'd realized that I didn't have clean knickers in the drawer, but they were drying on a radiator downstairs. So I'd have to leg it downstairs running late, grab a pair of pants, run upstairs, and then realized that my t-shirt and my jeans were downstairs because that's probably where I dumped them the day before with the excuse of I was tired or I was busy or I had stuff to do, yada, yada, yada. And, and then it really, really hit me that I was responsible for the container that I had created that I was existing within, the container being my home, my habits, um, and the way that I organized myself, I was like, my container is in an absolute state of disarray. So in my angst, whilst I was, uh, you know, waiting for, or, you know, monitoring Roxy to, um, to get better, uh, once she started to improve a little bit, I was like, I just started to stress clean parts of the house and streamline it and get rid of some stuff and actually start organizing some things and and to add insult to injury my dishwasher broke but I don't think that's a bad thing because I feel like the universe was telling me that it's time to zone out and wash wash, wash some dishes while staring vacantly into the garden this all sounds like a bit of a ramble but the point of it was I feel like I had a bit of a shift in my perception about um how I relate to time and how I'm always making excuses to put things off to another day and making excuses that I can't do something now because I'm tired but am I really tired or am I avoiding something because I fear failure or I fear exposure or I feel judgment I fear judgment 
um, not feel judgment. I mean, what, you know, why do I fear judgment from other people? That's why I've never um, really embraced doing videos of myself because I don't want people to see me. Um, and that's why I've avoided doing another podcast because I didn't want people to hear me. Um, yet I'm also moaning that I feel like my business isn't moving forward. But if you don't put yourself out there, nobody's going to know that you're even there. So, so my takeaways from, from all of that with Roxy, bless her little consocks, um, was that I could let her go if I needed to, and hopefully I won't have to for quite a while yet because she's very healthy. Um, and aside from needing to tweak the medication, um, you know, it's just a case of keeping an eye on those back legs and, you know, not that anybody's probably interested in my dog's arthritic back legs. I don't know why I'm rambling on about this, but realizing that I'm, it's just taking up another le level of radical responsibility for my life, everything in it. And, you know, this is going to seem really obvious to some people because some people have always got their shit together. They have their homes are tidy. They know where everything is. They have a system they're organized. I've never been that person. And it took something awful happening with Roxy, who is, if it wasn't for Roxy, I wouldn't be here now because very, very often over the last um, 10 years or so, she has been the reason for me getting up every single morning because I felt, you know, I, I wouldn't let her down and I wouldn't not take her for a walk. And having her grinning, slobbery face in, in you know, greet me every morning was was what made life worthwhile. But um, but having systems in place, being organized, it's not it's not OCD. And you know, there's nothing wrong with being disorganized. If it works for you, that's great. But it really, it's got to the point where it doesn't work for me anymore. And I need to start taking care of that. And that's um, the other thing that came up for me with Roxy is that, um, you know, when I was doing my best to communicate with her and work out what her requirements were throughout the period where she was really poorly, she just, you know, and this is a message that other people pulled through for me as well. She really doesn't want me to put my life on hold for her for any reason. And she doesn't want to feel responsible for me not going and putting myself out there and having adventures. And, and I, I hadn't realized that actually I had been using Roxy as an excuse not to do things. Um, so, so that's been an interesting concept. And funny enough, the, it feels like the, the door of communication between Roxy and I has really kicked open quite a lot since I've had to clear a lot of unhealthy attachments to my dog as well, because bless her, I was putting so much responsibility on her for my emotional well-being. And I feel like we do this a lot, um, especially if we've had a tendency to form codependent relationships with other people. And if you've come from a, a background of narcissistic abuse or been in a narcissistic relationship, often the other end of that is the codependency. Although there's a lot of uh, crossover between the two sometimes, which some people will really disagree with me on, and that's okay, but that's just the way that I've come to view it. Um, but I, I had become quite dependent on her for my emotional well-being, and that's such a burden for anyone to bear. Um, and so I, I called that all back because that's it's not hers. It's not her cross to bear. That's mine. I need to look after my own emotional wellness, and I am the only one responsible for how I feel. 
nobody else's and nobody can make me feel a certain way unless I am in agreement to let them make me feel a certain way so realizing that on an even deeper level I mean I realized it but was I putting it to practice no I wasn't embodying that um so I really feel like I've had so many shifts already this month and it's only what what's the bloody date today I don't even know it's only the 9th of June so this is why the energy interpretation for this month was late and it could sound like an excuse but it's also a reason because I was concentrating on my dog and I wasn't in the frame of mind to post this or even record this prior to now why didn't I post an energy update or a podcast for the last couple of months who knows I made excuses my excuses were I didn't have the time scrolling social media so that's bullshit and the other reason I didn't have the time was again because my life is absolute chaos within the house that I I live in there was no um I wasn't organized at all so I'm gradually chipping away I mean can't change that overnight right I'm gradually chipping away at that and picking the things that make most sense that move the needle for me the most but but that's my my little story of how I have been humaning over the last couple of months and um, it's certainly been an interesting ride and emotionally over the last few days with everything that happened with Roxy it's really put me through the ringer and I I was in that frame of mind where I was processing the idea of losing her. And one of the things that she said to me, Roxy said to me when I was communicating with her, is like, why are you grieving me when I'm still here? And this is a classic example of how animals can really teach us to be in the moment because animals are almost always in the moment. Well, they are always in the moment. You know, they don't, they don't really think as far as we know too much about the past or the future, they might still have trauma responses based on past experiences, but they're not necessarily cognitively thinking of them. Although I think animals are vastly more intelligent than humans give them credit for in general. Um, but the, the, the other thing is being, being very much more in the moment and spending that time actually connecting with, with Roxy, with myself, with the things that I'm doing moment to moment is also a way to make me more efficient because I'm actually paying attention I haven't divided myself a million different ways because multitasking doesn't really work for anyone despite what they'll say so so I think that's it is that everything that I wanted to say today it's probably more than I wanted to say today I don't think there's anything else I want to say today is there so um from Princess Fluffy Butt aka Roxy and me um, if you're watching a video of this, you can see her laying in the background, cutie that she is. If you are um, checking out the podcast, I will put a picture of her up on my blog because she is super duper cute. She really is. And um, she's my, my little heartmate. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I would like to promise that I will post something again within the next month. <coughs> but who knows I didn't bring myself any water so I'm about to have a coughing fit so I'm going to leave it there so I've been Tracy and this has been Sasa Moses and I will catch you all again sometime soon take care